Welcome to episode 163 of Shanlin on Batman. We have Kyle Davis. Hello, hello. It's crazy. Things are happening. There's news. Who would have thunk that to be the case? Um. So, yeah, actually, there is tons of news to catch up on. We are. When did we record last, Kyle? A couple uh, weeks ago? Too, too long ago, but I think it's been about three weeks. Has it? It doesn't seem like it. Well, unless this is lying to me, it says the last episode we uploaded was 21 days ago. Uh, must be lying to you, Kyle. The internet must be lying to me. So, um, on the last episode, we talked about uh, Wonder Woman and the release dates for the Batman and how we thought that, because we were being told that those movies are in flux. Yep. And uh, especially those release dates. And even Patty Jenkins, as of recently, said that she was unsure if Wonder Woman would actually be coming out on Christmas. So we have tons of talk about. Obviously, we're going to talk about Wonder Woman. We're going to talk about the Batman being postponed. We got lots of stuff to talk about. But that is to catch up on current news because things have been happening and we knew that things were going to happen like within like a week or two of our last episode. So we wanted to kind of not, you know, toss in an episode as like a filler. So that's kind of why we waited. Um, But back to the Wonder Woman, Patty, like I said, Patty Jenkins is even saying now that she is not a hundred percent sure that Wonder Woman will take place uh, October. It's October. Uh, December <laughs> uh, December of 2020. So uh, not surprising. That's what we've been saying. Uh, the, what they need to do is just delay that film to the end till summer or make a decision and put it on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. HBO Max is famish. It's starving for content. It still is. And yep. it would be a great opportunity for them to bring in more subscribers I mean, you can still put it on video on demand, but you could literally drop it on HBO Max for a week or two and wait and put it on video on demand. So you get those subscribers because they had, they came out recently with uh, with uh, like numbers for HBO Max and they weren't good. That's like just regular subscribers were pretty low because you have, you know, if you have AT&T, you have an opportunity to have HBO Max. If you do, if you have DirecTV, you have an opportunity to have HBO Max. But like actual people who are paying through the paywall to get HBO Max, that's not a lot. It's I mean, not a lot. Like that's the thing right now. Right now, there are servers that you maybe subscribe to once, binge a couple things, and then unsubscribe. They need to actually work and provide content for people to stay connected with. And they're not doing right. it. So, 
I don't know. Everything's kind of hindering on the Snyder Cut. We'll get to the Snyder Cut. But they literally have a film that they could put on that streaming service right now. And I don't have HBO Max because it's not on Roku. That's another issue that I have with HBO Max. Like, I shouldn't have to turn on my, you know, my PlayStation 4. Pretty soon it'll be a PlayStation 5 to watch HBO Max. Like, I should be able to hit Roku, hit HBO Max, bada boom, bada bang, and I'm watching, you know – Looney Tunes, The Dark Knight Rises. I almost said Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, you must be really bored. Holy crap. <laughs> um, but it's just starving for content. So, I mean, like, so, like, okay, so, like, The Dark Knight is supposed to be popping up on HBO Max come November, but then it's going to be going away November 30th. That makes no sense. <laughs> I don't understand, understand the business, business side of things. So I know that they're working on getting some things done. Um, but here you have a film that can bring people to the library that they haven't seen. And I don't know, like either either delay it indefinitely till summer or just pop it up there. So I know that they, I know that this industry is kind of like I know that the industry is slowly moving towards a you know just everything a lot of these movies are going to be either streaming or theatrical and Mulan kind of scared uh, distributors and studios because it didn't do as well as they thought it would but you got to make a decision but you always gotta, you got to love that these companies base decisions off of an underperforming movie that no one even wanted. <laughs> Right, like I think the I think the man I think there is mo- much more of a mandate. Like if for- if Disney had dropped like the Black Widow movie, for example, that would have been so much more better received. Like I, I don't know, I don't, I just don't know what these people are thinking. I don't know either, Kyle. What, what? Why don't they just listen to you? I don't know. Hey, hey, you business person out there, listen. <laughs> G- give me a call. We'll, we'll business talk. person at the business. <laughs> Mr. Business Suit Guy at the business, talk to me. <laughs> we'll have a chat. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of what we're going on. But, like I said, not surprising. This is what we've been saying. And I, we even said, I said, I don't, I, didn't I say, like, I don't suspect the Batman to be, you know, releasing October of 2021? Didn't I say that? I don't see, I don't see it happening. But, Justin, it was in the trailer. And what happened, Kyle? When's it being released now? 2022. Yeah, but when, 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 when? April, May? I believe it's being pushed to August? Or am I wrong on that? Check. No, it's it's March. It's March 4th. So March 2022 gives them enough time to do their filming. So they're filming right now. We saw a bunch of uh, stills from... We saw we finally saw John Turturro as Carmine Falcone. We saw uh, the best makeup job of all time as Colin Farrell as the Penguin. We got to see Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle. We got to see more uh, Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne. You know, as they were filming in Liverpool, right now they're filming in Chicago, so they're doing some action sequences. So it seems like 
from what I'm from just based on what I know and kind of like what's been going on. It seems like Matt Reeves is doing all the filming that he can in case of things like getting shut down again. So he's got multiple units working simultaneously. You like usually like you like I'm not a filmmaker, but based on like what I know, like I don't think that they have, you know, like it's they're kind of like going the Lord of the Rings trilogy route where you have a filmmaker doing like the meat and the potatoes with, you know, the, you know, A-list actors and then like like you'd have like different units. So they had like three, four, five different units filming at all times, like doing the action beats. And he would be, Peter Jackson would be, you know, monitoring that, you know, from like another part of like a different, like South Island or the North Island. So it seems like Matt Reeves is still in Liverpool filming and he ha and he's been, you know, having his second unit or his, you know, or his third unit doing like the action beats, you know, like it just like, I don't know. I don't know what you think, but it just seems like they're just trying to get as much in the can as they as they can um, before things get hairy and, you know, COVID takes over again because it seems like it's still on fire. And uh yeah, th- things very much still feel like they're on a, like a thin line. Like all it takes is one one incident, and everything could get shut down for all we know. So yeah, I, I totally get his position. I wanted to as safely as possible just get as much done as you can before the holidays get around, and then see what happens. Yeah, like we'll see what kind of what happens. Like. Like I, I hope that they can complete filming as they can get as much in the can as they. I, I can't believe I was going to say that again. Uh, they get a, as much filming completed so that we, you know they can get more, um, some more footage for a trailer. I'd love to see some more footage. I'd love to see more action beats, you know, in a trailer, uh, an upcoming trailer. So just as long as they continually to push forward and get as much as they can get it good, get it all done. I'm happy. So, um, but yeah, like no surprise that they were going to move. Like we said it, like we said, like it (laughs) it was going to happen. Don't, don't, don't expect this film to come out in October. It was like less than a week after the last episode where it became official. Yeah. Like, like it's, we knew it was going to, what, what was at stake. So, and like that, you know, that's just the nature of what's been going on in the world. So, um, it's just interesting to kind of see how the dominoes are playing, how the dominoes are falling in certain situations, in certain cases. So, but I would I would not be surprised if they move that date again closer to a summer 2021. Like, do I think that it could potentially just stay at that March uh, release date? Yes, but knowing that this is a you know big budget Batman film. Um, to get all the money in, I just I don't know. Like I just don't. As of now, I just do not see it coming out March twenty twenty two. I think I said March twenty twenty one, but March twenty twenty two. I see that coming out still May, June, July of twenty twenty two. So, I mean, any thoughts on that? It's gonna be a waiting game, man. Like. I, I know it only got pushed back six months from its original date in October, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
is is that going to be enough? I, I don't know. Like, are things actually going to be, get better here in the next couple months? I don't know. Everything's all up in the air at the moment. But for like the sake of everybody, I do hope you know that that actually does end up happening. I I am definitely <laughs> ready for things to. I don't think we're ever going to get back to normal, but return back to a level of normalcy. Well, that doesn't make it. What did you what What did you say, Kyle? Get things back to normal. Things but... aren't going to be the normal that we're used to, but hopefully, we can get back to a new normal. Uh, if, if that makes yeah, any sense. I don't, I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? So, I mean, they just came out today or yesterday and said that uh, that who, those people that already had COVID that their level of immunity wanes. <laughs> so, what does that mean? Does that mean that you know? Uh, does that mean that you know they will have no immunity of COVID here in the next six months? Does that I, mean that the body, you know... I take that as you're not immune to COVID once you've had it, but you're less likely to get it. I don't know if that means either, Kyle. God, means- I was, where's, <laughs> where's, where's, where's Tony Fauci when you need him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would love to talk to him about some of this stuff. That'd be interesting, especially like the movie side, like what his thoughts are uh, on uh, reopening... Because right now, the big movies, uh, movie chains, movie theater chains are like on a wing and a prayer of, you know, surviving over the course of the next, you know, few months. So, like, I definitely want things to go back to normal. But, I mean, look what's going on. Italy's just shut down again. France is shutting down again. Spain, Japan. Like, everyone's kind of like... Things are getting hairy again, so I'm just like, oh my god, not yeah. again. <laughs> so, um, but back to the other stuff. Other stuff. So, what else is happening, Kyle? So, supposedly, the uh, <laughs> supposedly, <laughs> supposedly everybody's favorite uh, part of the Suicide Squad is returning to reprise his role in Zexar's Justice League. Oh, Deadshot? Yeah. Will Smith? Yeah. Will Smith is returning? Will Smith is back. So excited. If only it were true. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Jared Leto will be back as the Joker in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, Not surprised. I knew that they were trying to get – they were trying to get uh, – a few players from the universe into the into justice the Snyder Cut of Justice League. What is it called? Zack Snyder's Justice League? Is that the new official the official I uh, think it is? The official title, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I only ever see it referred to as the Snyder Cut or Zack Snyder's Justice League. So I'm gonna go with Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, yeah, like, I think it's Zack Snyder's Justice League, you know, so, but I know that, the, like, the HBO is actually, has actually given them more of a budget to work with, and so I think what they are doing is letting him basically throw as much as he can into that film, and I didn't think it was a big surprise when we saw that Joker card in the, uh, the trailer, 
Like I thought that was very interesting. So I was like, I wonder if they're going to, you know, utilize Leto's Joker. And then, you know, my thought on Jared Leto's Joker, you know, still stays the same. But I do think that with Snyder directing, with Snyder's touch and his visuals, I think that he's going to – He's going to give us some kick-ass sequences with the Joker facing off against Batman. So I really do think that that's going to be the case. I really do think that that's, that can and that will happen. I really do think that he will want to top himself of the warehouse sequence, but u- utilizing the Joker in some capacity. And I also think what that they're go- what they're going to film or do – other than like an action sequence with the Joker is that they might, they might do like a flashback scene where, cause we all know Joe, Joe, we all know that Zack Snyder <laughs> loves flashbacks. Like he loves to like do things like, I wouldn't oh, say yeah. like, like, you know, like, you know, the nightmare sequence and BVS, you know, there's, you know, flashbacks in Watchmen, if I remember correctly, or like different or like alternate, or like dream sequences, uh, I guess I should say. Um, I, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a dream sequence or a flashback, you know, of him showing the death of Robin at the hands of the Joker. So, like, I don't know. What are your thoughts on Jared? Like, I'm for it. Like, get like we're. I hope people understand that the DC universe is back and like back and like flourishing like it is back Kalar at the studio is very much interested in having a shared universe like I think like if he had his druthers he could he would not have Matt Reeves the Batman filming right now as a you know segue into the next phase if you will of this DC shared universe um but they are going to ha- he's going to have his cake and eat it too with having batman you know this flashpoint movie is going to have batman it's probably going to have grant grant gustin's flash in it we're going to see you know different you know different uh characters that we didn't think we we're going to see in this film happen or show up so but i killar or keeler or however you pronounce his last name is very much interested in having um, having a shared universe that works because he knows that it's there that they were leaving money on the table, so they're not going to be as reactionary anymore. They're going to take, they're going to build, they're going to, you know, they're going to do things right. They're not going to rush like they were. But now that they do have things back, he wants. It seems like he, they what he wants is what Snyder wants to have these characters that they've been playing with that Snyder casted in these roles going forward. They still don't know what to do with Superman, which is insane to me. But Superman will show up in some of these other films. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't if we saw Superman, Henry Cavill, Superman, and Aquaman two, or Wonder Woman and Aquaman two. Like that is what they want to do. They want to have these films cross over in some capacity. Now, what does that mean for the Batman? I don't know. But with, with Jared coming back and now Joe Manganiello's coming back as Deathstroke, we're going to get that sequence that, you know, Joe Manganiello, uh, that he t- 
teased was the you know final scene of the original version of Justice League where he fights Batman. Um, like that's exciting, and we know that he's coming. We saw those photographs. We know Jared Leto was coming back as the Joker in Justice League. So, um, I really don't think that at this point. And I and I said people, I told people on Twitter the other day that you know the writing is on the wall. The Batman, as important as that is, is just another part of Warner Brothers and AT&T and the DC shared universe going forward. So they're really going to utilize this multiverse uh, idea to have their cake and eat it too because as important as the Batman is, the shared universe is much more important. And I'm not trying to shit on Matt Reeves. I'm not trying to shit on Robert Pattinson. I'm excited to see that. But we do need to understand that going forward, unless Kilar loses his job, which I don't think he will, I think the studio is happy with what he's doing. There's excitement at the studio again for these characters. There's excitement online for these characters. I really do think that what they are going to do is they're going to position and utilize these characters, Flash, Superman, Aquaman, uh, Ray Fisher. I keep hearing that Ray Fisher is about to, you know, he's going to be a huge player going forward in all these other films. Um, so it'll be interesting to really see what the future looks like. Where are they going? Because it, 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 as excited as I am to see Jared Leto, as excited as I am to see Joe Manganiello, they still have other characters that they could show up in. You know, they could have Jesse Eisenberg show up. You know, they could have, you know, Martian Manhunter show up. That was teased. So, um, Jared being showing up is exciting. I think that Snyder putting his touch on it will be will be a lot better. And this is not a condemnation against David Ayer, Ayer. Like we now know that even his cut was messed with. But I do think that one of the weakest links of Suicide Squad is that Ayer didn't modulate. He didn't really like he didn't do much with that character, the Joker, you know, in terms of, you know, when you say hubba hubba, I'm not a fan of that. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, I mean, what are your thoughts, you know, Joker and these characters showing up and the shared universe? Oh, man, I'm I'm very conflicted right now. So Joker specifically was definitely my least favorite thing about the Suicide Squad and just the whole universe as a whole. Not necessarily because of the way it was he was written. I, I mean, it, he wasn't written well. I'll just say that. But I really did not care for Jared Leto's performance in the slightest. And normally I don't mind Jared Leto. Like, I liked him in some other movies. But his Joker just, oh, man, it rubbed me the wrong way all the way through that entire movie. So the yeah, fact when he was cast as Morbius is like, all right, they will never use his character again. They were <laughs> Yeah. But here we see it. Yeah, we're, we're definitely getting a lot more of that cross-pollination now, which is that's just exciting, but as far as his Joker returning, uh, no, I'm, I'm good. No, thank you. I don't. I don't want to see him. And well, what if? But hold up. But what if Snyder actually, you know, he gives him more direction. He has so, so, him. So here, even if you took a Joker, I really liked someone's performance. I really liked. I still feel like there's no place for him in this project. Like. Are you trying to make a Batman movie or are you making a Justice League movie? Because 
And I know it's it's going to be extended. It's going to be like four hours or longer, or whatever. But like, I'm like, okay. So what what is what is the scope of this? Is it just going to be a random flashback? What's going on? What is why is he in this movie? And I realized it because oh, this isn't actually what the original version of Justice League is going to be. This is this is Zack Snyder coming back to just like put a capstone on his on his like franchise. No, I don't think he's putting a capstone. I think he's going to be, and from what I understand and what I'm being, what the whispers I'm hearing is that Zack Snyder is not putting a capstone. He's actually back to this being a universe, and he's going to be, you know, he's going to be a major player with future films. Whether uh, until James. until I actually see more evidence of it, I just don't feel, feel like that's what they're going to do. I just don't feel like the general reception is there to embrace that. I, I know, know. I know he has a really hardcore fan base, but they are yeah. the minority. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. They're the minority. And so until the public, the general public actually embraces his vision, it's, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, but you don't think that they embrace the vision with BBS? I mean, uh, the, the actual Rotten Tomatoes, you know, review aside. I mean, the movie critics, I'm not, I'm not paying attention to critics. I just feel like the general populace wasn't a huge fan of that movie. But, or, but, or Justice League or anything else he's done. Well, Justice League was, you know, vanilla. Like, I'm not trying to shit on just uh, Zack Snyder. I love his movies and I still enjoy his DC movies. But I'm like, I just don't see what he's trying to do with his new justice league project. It's, it's, it, it feels like it's all over the place to me. Like it's definitely morphing into something that it wasn't originally intended, but it seems like he's trying to fully realize a original vision that he had, but now he's kind of like, it's kind of like he wants to use these characters to see if, if this film works, if, you know, the Snyder Cut works, then you potentially could have a HBO series of Ben Affleck's Batman with Jared Leto's Joker. You know, with Zack Snyder, you know, directing a couple episodes, Ben Affleck directing a couple episodes, Ben Affleck, you know, shepherding the project. Because it sounds like Snyder and Affleck are very much interested. And I feel that there is pent up uh desire there's pent up desire to see more of these characters especially on the side of batman and we all know that zack snyder's big favorite comic book is the dark knight returns right like we are all aware of that he loves batman he loves the dark knight returns and here is his opportunity to position a, a position away and just, you know, just for maybe a movie or two, position away why they, you know, they do Shazam 2, Aquaman 2, um, Wonder Woman 3, The Flashpoint. But I do believe that he's going to produce a Batfleck HBO Max series, and at some point he will be back directing a Justice League film. I do believe that. Just based on what's being kind of what, – what's being whispered to me – and what's kind of like what we've seen so far, because if that so here's here's how it was explained to me. So if Zack Snyder was not going to be much more of a 
if this was just it, what they what this what HBO Max would do and what the studio would decide is that we just want you to film the remaining things that you were unable to refilm a few things, do your pickups over a couple weeks. Here's your budget of $30 million to finish any visual effects you need to, to edit the film, to score, finish scoring the film. You obviously, most of that stuff was already done, but to come back and to make sure that all that stuff is nicely buttoned up, nicely put together, you know, I, I, I think that was the original idea. But then I believe that the studio decided that it would make more sense to continue on with these characters. So, and the evidence that we are seeing is they're actually giving him more money. They're giving him more time. They're let, allowing him to use Jared Leto, Joe Manganiello. There's talk of David Ayer's cut being fully realized. And, you know, I mean, it's now what's going to happen is that this film is going to come out and it's going to be well received, I believe, and it's going to help the already existing library of Man of Steel, BVS, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. And so we're going to see more of those characters show up in future iterations. I think that there is a pent-up desire in the in the audience and there's pent up a desire in the studio for them to say, all right, let's, if we're going to do this, let's do this right. Let's give you guys more money. Let's give you guys more time. If you want to write new scenes, go for it. And I think that's what they're doing. I think that, do I know what they're going to be doing with the Joker? No, but at the same time, it's exciting because it seems like the studio is now sort of embracing that original vision that he had. But I don't think it ever will be his original vision because Justice League Justice League was supposed to be a two-parter. Justice League was supposed to be, you know, end with a step a step in wall fight and then Justice and we're and I think Dark Side comes and kills everyone and blah 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 and then Justice League 2 kind of ends up in space. So, but I don't think they're going that route. I think what they're doing is they're kind of taking the things that are exist have existed in the already DC extended universe, and they're going to to position it so that those things can spin off. Does that make sense? Yeah, I see where you're coming from. Like, I, I, know I, like I, long- I hope for everyone's sake that it turns out good. Like, I, I'm just worried that it's going to turn into like a big Frankenstein's monster of a movie or series well, or whatever it becomes. So, I don't think I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be a. Fra- I don't think what we're, what we're getting is the. I think what we're getting is. I, I don't. I don't want to say it's Frankenstein's monster because I think that was already the Justice League. I, already th- I think that was Frankenstein's monster. I think what they're doing is l- they're looking at what they have and what they need to complete to make this a completed, you know, four or five part, whatever they decide to do and go forward. Like, I, like I get your concerns or trepidations. It makes sense because, you know, you want these films to be good, that you want these films to be well-received, and I get that. But I just think that right now that just based on what we've seen just off the trailer, I think that what we are seeing just in the trailer is better than what we already had in that first version of Justice League. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Right. Like, to me, it feels like they're like, we just need to put everything in here at once. And then once it's out there, we'll see what people like, and then we'll build off of that. But my I, man, think <laughs> I think it's not just that. Like, obvi- okay, so the Joe Manganiello thing, like, that was already supposed to be the end credit sequence for Justice League. Mm-hmm. Like, that's already been out there for a while. So that to me, like, I'm not afraid of that. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind that. I'm actually excited for that. So I think that j- put throwing Jared Leto in there, that might actually be, you know, maybe a flashback sequence, maybe, you know, because if Harley Quinn's in it, if Harley Quinn's supposed to be in it, like we keep hearing rumored, like she's going to reprise her role with Jared Leto. I think that that means that there's going to be. Like I know you you don't want it to be this Justice League to become a Batman film, but there definitely could be an opportunity in one of these episodes because if it's a a four or five part thing, it's going to follow. I think what they're going to do is do kind of like a Lord of the Rings where you're following groups of characters, you know, for long stretches of period for long periods, and everything's going to kind of be buttoned up and nicely, you know, uh, threaded through at the very end. Like that's what I think they're going for. Because I said when we first saw that that Justice League, the very first Justice League trailer, I said, "Wow, this has like a Lord of the Rings feel to it." Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I get it. I understand where you're coming from. I respect it. I don't want it to be Frankenstein's monster. I I think that they're I think that they're very being very cognizant and very careful on who they're they're bringing into it. So I like I said, I don't know. Like everything that's going to be in the final product. But I do have faith in Snyder. Like, he can craft story. So he just has to have – he just has to have the faith in the studio. And I think that – I think HBO Max is the perfect way for him to really tell his story because Zach loves to, like, make movies super ass long. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Like Watchmen, like when they added all the extra stuff into Watchmen, it made it, it made it like that film was already good, but it just it just made it feel like one one giant masterpiece. Look at uh, BVS, the actual the director's cut of that film was way better than what we got. And so if they're allowing him to actually sit back and all right, here's what what where what we have, we have three quarters of the film done already. Let's finish this quarter of the film. You know that. You know we, the, some of that stuff could be flashbacks or action sequences. But I mean, if we look at what Avengers Endgame did, they literally threw everything at us as well, right? So if if this is his swan song, why not? But I do. I don't think that's the case. I think what they're doing is trying to set up and say, hey, these characters are actually back. And we want to use these characters in a few fu- in the future. So I don't know. Like I know that's a long winded thing, and I probably took up too much time talking about that. But I don't know. I don't know. Like if you agree, disagree, what your thoughts are. So I, I mean, in the in the end, I do think he has the chops to pull pull it off. My my only thing is when I heard the news, I became more apprehensive than I was before. Why? Just because it feels like, like I said, they're over. It feels like they might be overstuffing this, and that was one of the big issues I had with BVS. Even in the ultimate version, I was like, "There's too much going on for the runtime we have." 
I know it's going to be longer. There's going to be, he has more time to breathe. I'm like, I feel like he's just trying to do too much all at once. And I don't want him to repeat that same mistake. Yeah. Like I thought the the muse in doomsday was a huge reach. Um, Killing off Superman was a huge reach. Um, But I don't know. I just feel like it's different. I don't know. Like I said, if this is an episodic thing, I think that it will breathe a little bit better because if it's four episodes, it could be an hour 15 each episode mm-hmm. or 50 minutes or whatever. And we know that the long form of storytelling episodic is much better than the three and a half hour that we're going to get. Cause you, when it's episodic, you can actually follow a uh, narrative and not have to worry about pace, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas in film, you have to be cognizant of of pace. Like, for instance, Lord of the Rings. Like, you are literally following Frodo, Gollum, and Sandwise for 35, 40 minutes at a time. And then you had, you know, Merry and Pippin's story. And then you had, uh, you know, you had uh, Aragorn and, you know, Legolas and Gimli. So I don't know, like I if that's what if that's what he's going for, that sort of a thing, I think it can work. But yes, I do see your apprehension. I do understand it. Uh so what else do we have to talk about? What else has there been? I feel like there's been a lot, and I can't remember what everything has been. So we already mentioned uh the delay of the movie. We already mentioned uh, Jared Leto's back, Josh Miller's back, uh, uh, Mark Robbie's back. George Miller? <laughs> yeah, this is actually a Mad Max movie, guys. I don't know. What else has there been? I don't. I can't remember anything else. Um, We talked about the Snyder Cut. We talked about the Batman movie. talked about Jared Leto, you know, back as Joker, Joe Manganiello. Um, we haven't really talked about Flashpoint much, so that's so, not that's still like, a little expect to come out. Yeah. The, like, <laughs> I, I'm really digging on the Snyder Cut. I want to see that movie, but Flashpoint, you know, and that's kind of what brings me back to believe, um, that the reason why they're bringing the Joker in this the Snyder Cut is for Flashpoint. So. That's an interesting that's, thought. If that's the case, then that would definitely be much more interesting and kind of like, you know, because they could, they he, Andy Muschietti or Andres Muschietti could actually go really hard in the paint in regards to Flashpoint. So getting, you know, getting Michael Keaton involved, I know that's not a done deal yet. I know they're, they're still in talks. He even said they're still in talks. There's not a lot of really he could talk about. Ben Affleck involved. I know there's some people's like, if you have Ben Affleck, you don't need Michael Keaton, but I'm just like, get them both. <laughs> you gotta so, get everybody. <laughs> get them both. Like, I'm, I'm, for I, mean, that. Shoot, I mean, shoot, even if they can't get Michael Keaton, let's try to get George Clooney or something. Like, we gotta get one of the older Batmans Christian in Christian Bale. Christian Bale, yeah. Like, let's, I really. Let's go balls to the wall. Let's get everybody. Like, I really do wanna see Michael Keaton show up because that is such my childhood and it, and if that's the case, like what they're doing, it, Tim Burton's Batman and Batman Returns is now canon in future <laughs> DC films. Yep. 
That would like, be you pretty know, amazing. Like that, how how important that is. So I'm for that. Like, and it basically sidesteps Christian Bale and Chris Nolan's Batman. So, like, I hope that people realize that that's what that's going to do if Michael Keaton does come back. Like, that is now canon going forward, and it actually elevates the library of the Burtonverse much more than the Nolanverse. And I'm not saying that the Nolanverse is not you know, quality. I'm just saying that right now, if Michael Keaton comes back as Batman and they really do take a lot of those ideas, designs, you know, things that happen in those films, then that is now canon. And that elevates that library. And it actually will get more butts in the seats because Michael Keaton is beloved as Batman. And he's said that, you know, how many times do you see him doing an interview where he talks about that he is Batman? I remember doing like a Stephen Colbert. He goes, you are Batman? He goes, no, I am Batman. (laughs) So, but that is important to understand. Like that is. So what you're saying is that we could potentially have Jared Leto's Joker going up against Danny DeVito's Penguin. Danny DeVito's Penguin is dead, remember? <laughs> but, I mean, if you go back into the multiverse, you can get anybody to come back to life. I, I don't think they're going to stretch it out like that, because if they do, then they have to deal with Jack Nicholson, it's Joker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how do they bring him back to life? So The, po- the power of movie magic, man. Like, I don't think, like, I don't see that, but I definitely see, like, Vicky Vale, Kim Basinger coming back. I see Selena Kyle. I see Michelle Pfeiffer coming back. You know, um, that's how I view it, and that's how I see it. And, you know, this might be a thing where Michael Keaton comes back and reprises his role where he – like, I know there's rumor, and there's, like, a rumor going around, and I think I saw it from, like, the rap where they were – one of the reasons that what they want to do – uh, Michael Keaton is so that Michael Keaton will kind of like do like a Batman Beyond, but with Batgirl. Okay. I'm so, into that. I, like, that would be interesting. I mean, I love Batman Beyond, but I mean, they could lit, li- you know, like having him kind of like train Batgirl, that'd be interesting. So I, there's yeah. a lot of ways that they can go around this because he's what, 70 years old. So it's kind of like everything's kind of like. Once he signs on the dotted line, once Andre starts filming, once Ben Affleck's there, like, I'm good to go. Because once that was kind of set up, now now Marvel's kind of, like, taking that multiverse approach as well. Where there's rumors that we're going to see, like, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield show up in Spider-Man 3. Um, you know, like, I know that, that they might be able to get uh, Tom Hardy's Venom to fight him up. Like, like. <laughs> They're taking this, you know, they're taking that concept and kind of doing their own thing with it. So. Right now, the the floodgate in this market of bringing back older superheroes is opening up, and I'm all, I'm all for it. Like, I'm for it, too. Like, I would love to see Michael Keaton show up. I'd love to see Christian Bale show up. You know, you could even do John Blank. Wait, never mind. Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> so... But there, there, you know, you could like how you could literally have Chris O'Donnell's Robin back. You could have so much, you know. There's a lot that they can use with this multiverse because doesn't that mean? So if Burton versus back, does that mean that they're going to completely ignore the Schumacher films? So, 
I do like Batman Forever a lot. Like it's I, I, I like Batman Forever too. It's not the best movie. It's pretty cheesy and campy, but I, I like it. But it's a product of the nineties. It's a product of its time period. Hundred percent. Whereas eighty nine and ninety two just feel kind of like more of a, that timeless. And I think that's what makes Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, work so well is because they they didn't try to set it in any time period. Whereas Batman Forever was very much the tongue in cheek of the nineties. So, so but yeah, Flashpoint is going to be exciting. Like I like I just want like some confirmation that Keaton is back. So here's here's hoping that the whatever negotiations they need to have goes well. Yeah, I'm hoping. I hope they. I hope. I hope they're because you know that 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 you know concept art that they had with you know Ezra Miller and Michael Keaton as Batman was fucking awesome. <laughs> yes, so, that was one of the highlights of fandom was just seeing just that concept art. Like, oh shit, this actually might happen. So. <laughs> it's like while well, someone drew this up in an official capacity. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess I guess they were serious. Yeah. It's not like so, they just went to some intern and was like, hey, what are you drawing there? Oh, well, you know, just, just Michael Keaton as, you know, the Batman alongside, uh, you know, this other stuff. And, you know, do you want, do you want, to, do you want to put it in the slideshow? <laughs> so, no. Like, they, they were taking it very seriously. Is there anything else they were missing? There's got to be something. Like, I feel like there was so much to talk about. And then I'm like... Was it just those three things? I mean, there were three big things. Don't get me wrong, but it's like we're still kind of in a spot where it's like, yeah, now we're just waiting for movies to actually come out. Yeah, we're kind of like in the waiting period to figure out what's going to happen, what's coming out. It's like we so, need either trailers or the movies themselves to come out because right well, now see, uh, the Suicide Squad trailer. Give me that. Yeah, I would like to see an actual trailer for that because all we got was that behind the scenes look at it, and that looked great. So, like, do don't ever underestimate that film. Like that film's like kind of coming out under the radar. Surprisingly, <laughs> it's but like that, uh, guys, this is a uh, James Gunn doing a kind of like anti-hero kind of team up movie. And I don't know if you realize this, but he's pretty good at that. <laughs> so I guess we'll see what happens. So. Anything else we need to talk about? Why are you looking around the room, Kyle? <laughs> I'm trying to see if any inspiration comes to me. Yeah, lot, lots of stuff happening. Finally, there's some movement going. So, for now. Times are so, changing. <laughs> so, episode 163, make sure that you are doing all that you can to support this podcast by going to our social media pages and following us. So you definitely can follow me at uh, Batman Shannon on Twitter for now. Might shut everything down in the next couple of weeks again because of the election. Um, <laughs> definitely you can do that. Uh, you can definitely follow us on our Twitter page at Shannon on Bat. And definitely you can follow Kyle if he wants to tell you where to follow him now because I know he's got two Twitters. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Looney Kyle. Pretty soon it's just going to be Instagram, right, Kyle? I mean, I started a new Twitter account, and it's fine, but I'm back to thinking, man, I should just shut down Twitter. This place sucks. People, people 
only go on Twitter to complain about stuff. That is all. Well, it's, that's all it's I for. Facebook was getting bad, but like Twitter is just like off the chain. So it's exhausting. Like maybe it'll get better after uh, the election, like you said. I but... hope so. Or it gets worse. <sighs> it might get worse. <laughs> so, anyway, thank you for listening. Hopefully, you enjoyed this episode. Peace.